Uh, what's happening? What's going on? Welcome into Sports Fighting Daily. Appreciate you joining us on today's show. Let's get into it. I uh, got a couple things to talk about. We're going to talk about factors today. Uh, what should make an important factor that goes into a handicap? And then I will end things with a pick, a little uh, Premier League pick for tomorrow. So uh, let's get into that. I do want to actually start things quickly with something I just came across on uh, DraftKings. I was looking at some prices, looking at some games, and uh, actually the best price right now for the soccer game I'm going to be giving out is on uh, DraftKings. But on their main page, they have these articles from VSIN. And it's interesting because... For those who don't know, VSIN, V-S-I-N, the Vegas Sports and Information Network, is a network that talks all about sports betting. Now, it's interesting, I'll say that, for someone who likes sports betting, but there's not a ton of sharp, bettable information, in, in, in my opinion. So, it's it's really, really telling, in my again, in my opinion, very telling that you can get onto DraftKings and see VSIN articles on the front page, or at least on the NFL page. That's, that doesn't make any sense. We've got to all understand something, whether it's DraftKings or BetMGM or FanDuel or, or PointsBet or any of these books that are opening up or any books I missed. They all have one goal, to make money. Just like if a Chili's opens up across the street from you, they have one goal, to make money. If, if an author writes a book, they have one goal, to make money. Now, there's other reasons that happen around that, but... This is what you do for a job. This is the whole idea behind this. If if these sports books start giving money away, they're going to go out of business very quickly. AKA, if we start winning, they will go out of business very quickly. Remember this. Sports betting is a zero-sum game. What that means is there's no middleman for the money. Either we win their money or they win our money. There is no in-between. So the more we win their money, the closer they are to going out of business. The more they win our money the better they're going to do as a sports book and the more they can keep spending on those <laughs> on those commercials we all see. But look, the point here is, if, if there was anything that truly, truly moved the needle and gave value to the sports better, they would never in a million years put it up on their website. This is, this is crazy. This makes absolutely no sense. This is like if, if, if your local liquor store also ran the local AA chapter. It's like, what? What's going on here? These things don't go along together until you realize, oh, okay, this is all just entertainment. See, this is why I started to do this podcast is because there was so much misinformation, so much wrong, bad, losing information out there that was disguised as good info. And I'm like, well, this isn't right. Well, that's wrong. Okay, why don't I do a podcast, kind of straighten things out, first of all, but also gives give people an outlet to hear good, real winning advice. So even if you have a job, even if you only bet a couple bucks a month, maybe you want to approach that seriously, take it seriously, try and win. You know, the, the, these people on ESPN, or look, I'm not going to, well, yes, ESPN, I, I think we can all agree, it doesn't have the sharpest people on there, but it's a lot of these networks. It's a lot of these out, these resources they they disguise their info as real, good, winning, bettable info, and the truth is it's not. So I'm not here to attack VSIN. I'm not. I think they do a good job for what they try and do, except maybe they don't they are they're not as transparent or upfront about what they try and do because to me, it seems like a lot of people on there think that they can win long term. And it's like, really, if you quit your job at VSIN, I know they also have a lot of pro bettors on there, right? So that's the thing too. They'd have people on there who are respected and who have done a good job. But um, overall, just ask yourself, does it make sense? Do you think that they would be putting articles up there? They have like, what was it that I saw a couple days ago? It's 
pull this up real quick. The week eight model pro- <laughs> model projections from Jonathan Von Tobel. And it says here, let's pull up in this. And it takes you to VEASAN, a VEASAN article. This is a part of a, re- a recurring series on VEASAN in which a VEASAN article popped up here, in which VEASAN host Jonathan Von Tobel tracks his progress of a model he created for the NFL season. And of course, it's got the records. Of course, it's 62, 42, and 2. Of course, right? And just like everyone on Twitter. Of course, it's uh, you know 60% or whatever. Of course it is. But I've always said this, and I firmly believe this, and everyone who I talk to who's actually done this for a living for a long time agrees, that if there's true winning, bettable information out there on the internet, even if you have to pay for it, even if it's behind a paywall and you have to pay 500 bucks a year, If it's information that will beat the market, it won't take long for the market to catch up because these sports books have no egos. These sports books have no agenda except to win money. Okay. Like we talked about zero sum game. They understand that too. So at the end of the day, these sports books don't have an agenda. They will do whatever they can do to come up with the best, most accurate lines possible and try and avoid the initial part of the process where they get picked off from professionals for you know, a couple thousand dollars here or there before the line evens out to being what it should be. So the point here is, if sportsbooks knew there was information out there that was better the info they had, and if they knew there was someone, something, some, some model, some individual, whatever it was that was consistently and constantly beating lines, they would simply adopt whatever system that individual was selling online and use that. You know, this is what I told my buddy for a while ago when he used to use the CBS Sportsline model and pay money for that. And again, if you do that, you pay money for it, fine. I'm not telling you not to. I'm giving my opinion for how these things work. If the, if the CBS Sportsline model, which is a paid model, truly worked and truly had betting winnable information, all of these sports books in the world would sign up and they would pay however much money a month to get that info and they would use that CBS Sportsline info as opening line information. Because think about it. The only way I can do what I do is I have good lines I believe in, and then I compare my lines to the market, and when there's when their lines are off, I make a bet. Well, what if the market had my lines, and what if they could open up my NHL lines? There would be no value. The market would have all my numbers. I wouldn't have a minus 115 in my pocket, or I think a team should be minus 115, but the market's charging plus 110. You don't, I wouldn't get that because if I thought it was 115 and they had my numbers, everything would be minus 115. So... The closer you can get to the good, true winning numbers, the true, actual, efficient numbers, the better for the sports books. So if if whatever it is, whether it's CBS or VSIN or anyone else out there putting public information out there to buy, the quicker it shows itself to be a good winning system, the quicker its its edge evaporates. That's why I don't put my stuff online. You know, I've been asked to do that. I've been asked from people to post and they're like, hey, you can just charge a monthly amount. You can put your model up there. People can charge 15 bucks a month to use your model and you can make money that way. And my whole point is, I don't want to do that because I bet to make a living. And if I put my information out there, my edge will quickly leave, even if I charge for it. So that's my firm opinion on everything from VEASAN to CBS Sports Network or any one who sells picks. If you are doing a better job in the opening lines, they will adapt whatever you're using and use that as their opening lines. They don't care. They just want to make money. So uh, again, I like the the example I used earlier. It's like your local liquor store hosting the AA, also hosting AA meetings. Some things just don't make sense. This is one of them. All right, let's move on here. Factors. Uh, we've talked about this before, but let's brush up on 
what are important factors that should impact our handicapping and our betting? Okay, if we're going to Im- incorporate factors into a game, that, that's really what it comes down to, right? We see a matchup, Team A versus Team B, then we incorporate a bunch of different factors and we come up with, okay, is there value? So if a factor, or well, let, let's, just, let's just start off by this. There's, there's two keys, okay? Two keys to if we can bet with a factor. Uh, key number one is if it's obvious, it's already in the line or it's likely already in the line, okay? So if it's obvious it's likely already in the line, meaning there's no value. If there's a quarterback injury, if this is any team's sixth road game on a six-game road trip, that's kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? That's obvious. It's already clearly baked into the line. And that's the whole point with sports betting is, is if you can bet opening numbers and beat the line moves and bet that kind of stuff, then you actually can bet on this, on these informational things. But by the time most of us get to the lines, they're already moved. They're already changed. They're already incorporated in the quarterback injury or the road trip or whatever it is. So if it's already incorporated in the line, by definition, there's no value left. So that's the first thing. If it's obvious, it's likely already in the line. Number two is it's got to be quantifiable. Okay, if we're talking about a baseball game, the World Series, Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks, and there's wind, I know it's not apply play because the Dome Stadium in Texas, but you know, if, if, if there's wind blowing out to left field at 20 miles an hour, we have to know, okay, what does that mean? Obviously, it's going to be more mean more home runs for right-handed hitters if the if the wind's blowing out to left field, but by by what factor? How much? How important is it? Right? We have to be able to realize what it means as a number, boil it down to a number, and then we have to realize how that relates to normal conditions, aka normal numbers. But we need a way to say, okay, whatever factor we're talking about, it's this important and it should affect the line this much. This is why we do quarterback uh, rankings. You know, we know if Kirk Cousins goes, goes down, you adjust the line X amount of points. We know that because we want to beat the line of those moves. And if something, something happens, we know what the price should be. You know, we, the, the simple example we always give is if you're buying a car and you take it to a mechanic and the mechanic says, yeah, there's $5,000 worth of damage. You get $5,000 worth of damage done and it's back to being a brand, you know, a sellable, new like used car. Well, if they're selling it for 50,000 and the mechanic says you need 5,000 worth of damage, the car now becomes worth 45,000. Now you get it done up. And I know it's a rudimentary example, but that's the point, right? Knowing how much something should cost allows us to make a decision. Is this a good purchase or a bad purchase? It's the same thing betting sports. So we have to quantify every factor we talk about, whether it's wind an injury travel, it's all got to be quantifiable. You have to know how much better or worse. What does this mean for the outcome of the game? So that's the two things. That's a couple of things with uh, factors is if it's obvious, it's likely already in the line and it's got to be quantifiable. And a few more things here for factors. Be careful because trends are not factors. Be careful with trends. Some trends work, some don't, but just we'll talk about trends on a different day. You know, uh, this team is 5-15 and 15, their last 20 Thursday night football games, whatever. Okay, be careful with trends. We'll talk about that a different day. And also be careful saying that teams are going to be like uh, uh, one massive thing as a team, like motivated, right? People get into trouble and they say, oh yeah, this team's going to be motivated this game or this team's going to be up or down or tired, etc." Now that doesn't mean we can't say those things, but think about it. On a 53-man NFL roster, really, if a team's coming off a loss, will they all be motivated to get back and get a win? If a team's on a three-game road trip, 
are they all going to be tired? And if so, are they all going to be going to be the same equal level of tired? So when we throw these words out, throw these phrases, oh yeah, this team's going to be motivated. Oh, this team's not going to be up this game. Be careful with that. And I know I'm guilty of it too, because I sometimes say those things just quickly in a handicap. But when you're doing a deep dive handicap and deciding where, where you should put your money, that stuff matters. And it's just, it's not enough to say, oh, yep, they're going to be up this game. You know, it's it's a lot more nuanced than that. So, all right. A lot of random stuff today. Let's get on to one pick before we get out of here. This is for the Premier League. Premier League. Uh, this is tomorrow. So this game's going to be on Friday in the middle of the day. We're going to take Tottenham minus 120 on the money line on the road at Crystal Palace. So we are taking the the uh, road favorite here, Tottenham minus 120 on the money line. Um, here's the thing. I respect Crystal Palace, even though we're not betting on them this game. I like Roy Hodgson. I like Crystal. I just don't think this is a great spot, mainly because of the injuries. I mean, we're looking at a long list here. Elise and Eze up, uh, injured up front. Ferguson and Tompkins out on defense. Dean Henderson, their goalie's out. Jeffrey Schlupp, I just saw like five minutes before I did this podcast. He's also unlikely to play. You know, and you add up that spot, or we're talking about a spot. It's also on the other side that Tottenham doesn't have much to worry about here. They're they're off the charts right now. In the advanced stats, are looking like one of the best teams in the Premier League. But they lost in the EFL Cup earlier this season, so they don't have those games to worry about. They're not playing any European games right now, so they're not distracted. You look at like an Arsenal or a Man City right now. These teams who are competing for the top spots in the Premier League, they've got all this travel and all these midweek games going on with with uh, Champions League and Europa. So. Tottenham has the luxury this year of just focusing on the Premier League, and I think it shows in games like this. So I think we see uh, Tottenham look very good on the road tomorrow. Uh, minus 120 is the price, but this is creeping up. Okay, this line is moving now. It's still minus 120 in several locations. Actually, I mentioned this at the start of the show. Uh, DraftKings is one of those places where it's minus 120 still. So get it while it's hot. Tottenham minus 120 tomorrow on the road to Crystal is our pick to end things today. So appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Betting Daily.